0: If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. Uh oh, your laptop flies out the window. A framed picture from your last vacation goes right after. You slam the front door and run as fast as you can. Slow down. You have a chance to go back in time just 30 minutes and avoid it all. If you want to solve a conflict with your partner, don't use adjectives that make you sound judgmental. Instead of saying good or bad, go with like or don't like or explain the reasons. Saying I didn't like that meal because it wasn't spicy enough doesn't sound like you're blindly judging your partner. That meal was really bad does. Replace right or wrong with phrases of agreement or disagreement or explaining yourself. Skip the construction, the truth is, and just get right to the point. Same goes for statements about reality. In the real world, people wash up after dinner is full of judgment. Please help me wash up is just friendly asking for a favor. Now don't repeat yourself. When you keep going over the same thing you've already discussed, it only irritates your partner. Empty words including like and you know also clog up the dialogue. Always use I statements. It shows your partner you're ready to take responsibility for your feelings and thoughts. If you replace you never listen to me with I feel like you don't listen to me, it will make your partner feel less defensive. You're showing them how it looks from your angle and not stating they're bad altogether. Your emotions, including anger, are often tied to a place where they started. If you started fighting in the kitchen, take things outside. Sometimes changing the environment alone can cool you down, put the conflict in perspective, and prepare you for a constructive talk. When you're talking too softly or too loudly… Too fast or too slow, the other person is less likely to listen to you. Same happens when an uprising melody at the end of every sentence, or you link too many thoughts with endless ands. Run-on sentences turn off the ears of your listener. Start the conversation side by side, not face to face. When you're emotional and across from your partner, you may feel like they are the problem on the other side. Instead, do a shared task together. Walk the dog, wash up, or go biking. It'll make the conversation easier. Once things get less tense, you can get face-to-face. Don't use rhetorical questions to get things your way. They only heat things up and sound like empty threats. Why do you always have to yell at me? is a bunch of frustration. I feel really uncomfortable when you yell at me. Could you please stop doing that? Directly shows what you expect from your partner. When you're discussing a problem, never say never or always. When you say something like, you never care about my feelings, your partner will get defensive and remember a bunch of examples when they were super caring. They can also bring up situations that you didn't think about their feelings much either in their defense. So instead, go with, I really needed your support yesterday, and I'm sad you didn't give it to me. Hold off a conversation until you gain control of your own emotions. If you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, you can't effectively deal with any stressful situation like conflict. Meet one or all of those basic needs first, eat something, listen to calming music, call a friend, take a relaxing bath, or walk your dog. You can also try the 4-7-8 deep breathing method to calm down. Inhale through your nose for 4 counts, hold it for 7 counts, then release it through your mouth for 8 counts. Always check with your partner first if they're ready for a serious conversation. They might be preoccupied with other thoughts, tired or stressed. If they say they can't talk now, respect that and wait until they're ready to talk productively. Say the simple phrases, help me understand, I understand, or I'm with you with that. They work like magic and make the other side realize you care, and it's not you against them. It's both of you against the problem that you can solve together. Focus on one current issue at a time if you want to resolve it. When you start throwing many complaints at your partner, it creates the kitchen sink effect. The sink gets full of issues, and the more of them are inside, the less likely you are to fully resolve any of them. If you start talking with lecturing intonations, don't be surprised your partner will stop listening. You aren't their boss or teacher, and that sort of tone only turns on resentment. You'll feel ignored and things will only get worse. So, ask your questions and let your partner answer them. Then express your opinion without sounding bossy. Give them information, not advice, even if they ask you for it. People usually achieve better results if they love their job. gives the person power to make their own decision to find another job or not. Quit your job if you hate it that much. sounds like an order they won't want to follow, even if they know it makes perfect sense. Focus on the behavior and not the person. If you call your significant other messy, you'll just offend them. They're likely to respond with an insult, and a small issue can grow into a huge fight. If you ask them to be more careful and not leave their laundry all over the house, they're more likely to be willing to work on that behavior. Make sure you don't sound and behave like a narcissist. Instead of saying, I know best, end of discussion, learn to accept that the other person has their own perspective that's worth listening to. Ask others, not just your partner, to tell you if they notice any narcissistic tendencies in you and work on getting better. Don't jump to conclusions and guess what your partner wanted to say or do. Playing detective can be terrible for your relationship and even mess up your own mental health. You might start automatically concluding that any uncertain situation will come out badly and other people are out to hurt you. To stop doing it, try watching other people jump to wrong conclusions on TV. Remember examples from your life when things turned out not like you expected them to. Even if you're miles apart in the conflict, find one small thing to agree on. When you say, yes, you're right, it makes the other person feel heard and validated. It's a good starting point for a dialogue. It's one of the successful strategies used in sales to find a solution for an upset customer. A casual compliment has a similar effect. Don't filter the current situation with your critical inner voice. If you had some negative relationship experience in the past, that voice can tell you things will go the same way. It projects onto your partner and distorts their words to fit with an old image of yourself. This is how, you didn't help me set the table, turns into, you're not doing enough for our relationship. Never bring in allies, like other people's opinions, that would definitely agree with you or compare your partner to them. It's one of the blame game tools. Blame is always about being right and winning the conflict, or being wrong and losing. When your partner feels like you've got the support of others, they will feel like losers. That doesn't contribute to a happier relationship. Write about the conflict and describe your feelings and thoughts in every detail. Journaling is a good way to relieve stress. The process of writing activates the left brain, the analytical and rational one. It helps the emotional right side calm down a bit and lets you better understand yourself and others you can make the entry a letter to your significant other and explain everything you couldn't say during the conflict. If you keep fighting over similar results over and over... Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You could have a major difference in core values and beliefs. Ask your partner about it. Your parents probably taught you a different approach to love, relationship, and family roles or money. You can't change someone's fundamental values, but you can understand the difference and conflicts will be less upsetting. Sometimes, there's no possible way to find a solution that you both like. In that case, you have to learn to agree to disagree and give up the need to be right. Except that the only solution is to move forward and you don't have to agree on everything unless it's some fundamental values. Celebrate each battle you manage to overcome together. Go out, watch a movie, or just laugh about it out loud. See conflicts as a chance to get to know and understand each other better. And don't try to avoid it by all means. Next time you feel like starting a fight, think of your preferred solution first. Your partner won't be able to help you make things better if you don't know what is better for you. And never ask them for something you aren't ready to do yourself.